everyone. This is Barbara Ann Guiney giving you your next podcast. I want to talk about today, I want to talk about, I always sense what's going on around me and around the world, abusive emotional manipulators. How do you deal with them? What do you do? How do you keep yourself healthy? And um, what do you do with people that are like that? whether you um, work for the people, married to the person, children, relatives, whatever. How do you deal with that? Well, first off, I want to simply explain what the cycle of abuse is, because a lot of people um, don't even understand what it is. I'm going to put it, you know me, I like to do everything simple. So first thing is you can feel tensions are building. You can sense, you can see the energy shift in the person. You know, maybe they're not talking to you or you just feel that energy. And all of a sudden, then you kind of get afraid, afraid to be around them because you're it's like you're waiting for a volcano to occur. And so or you feel like you need to placate them, you know, um, be nice to them, try to talk to them, you know, to calm them down. You know, you're taking the responsibility at that moment for their behavior. Remember that everyone is responsible for their own actions. You know, I'm I'm not responsible for anyone's actions. Heck, it's enough to be responsible for my own. And that's what, sadly, people do when they're in a codependent or an abusive relationship. So once you can feel that happening, you can sense, "Uh uh-oh, this person's not happy. What are they going to say or do now? Well, Second um, part of this cycle is four-step cycle is that second one is they actually start verbally being rude to you. Sometimes it's physical, hopefully not, because that's to me a, a game ender right there. You don't be around anyone that uses you, abuses you physically, but it could be emotional, um, but verbal, you know, anger, blaming you for something and just arguing. They could threaten, intimidate, whatever. That's the incident, you know, blows up, the volcano has erupted. And then the next thing you know in the cycle of abuse is reconciliation. All of a sudden that person apologizes, gives excuses. Well, like I um, I was bullied as a child or, you know, blah, blah, blah. I went to therapy. I'm working on it. So sorry. Blame you for it, you know, um, or deny that it even happened. That wasn't their intention. You know, they didn't, they, that wasn't what they were trying to do. They're trying to explain to you, whatever. Or um, it wasn't as bad as you're claiming it was. You own your own emotions. You get to say how something affects you. No one else knows how it affects you. So you get to claim that. And then you go into your fourth last phase of the cycle of abuse. Everything's forgotten. Nothing's happening. It's the honeymoon phase. Everything's good. Um, when I was growing up, I had two girlfriends actually in, um, well, probably around 15, 14, something like that. They had two fathers that abused them, hit them, abused them. And guess what? Within the next day or two, they would take them out and buy them clothes. They would say, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry um, that I did that. And guess what? That's that's step four in the cycle of abuse. Well, time would pass and then it happened again. I always say that you have to own what you do. And if that person does not get help and doesn't own what they did and stop themselves when they catch themselves doing it, 
they just rely on, well, just apologize later and that'll mitigate all the damage or whatever. No, wrong. Absolutely wrong. That's the simple cycle of abuse. Of abuse. Now, I want to talk to you about emotional manipulators. Now, mind you, an abusive person is. Emotional manipulation is, is getting you to um, feel a rotten way and they're not responsible for it. I mean, we are responsible for our reactions to everything in life. But there's a moment when you just don't need to be around people who continually upset you. It's not good. So here's eight ways to protect yourself. Okay, there's no use in trying to be honest with an emotional manipulator or an abusive person. You can try. You can make a statement. But the issue, what happens is it's turned around. Here, here's an example. You can go to someone and say, I'm really angry that you forgot my birthday. And what they say, oh, I'm so sorry. It makes me so sad that, you know, you would think I would forget your birthday on purpose. I should have told you the great problems I've got in my life that I'm facing. And But you see, I didn't want to burden you with it. You know, I should have put all this pain that I'm feeling aside, and they may even cry at that point, and focus on your birthday. Oh, so sorry. Well, you know, as you're hearing that, you're thinking, oh, what a horrible person I am. And you, you're probably feeling weird, you know, but I think you sense they really aren't sorry at all. They're saying that, but they're putting forth that their emotions, their moment in time are much more important than yours. But since they've said the words, you kind of want to believe them. And so you just don't say anything more. Or you just kind of babysit all their their stuff that they're throwing at you, that all these issues they have. But under all the circumstances, if you feel you're being played by that, do not fall into it. Follow your gut feeling. Do not caretake. If they've got an issue, don't caretake. Do not accept the apology if it feels like it's really not an apology. They're just saying it. If it feels like crap, yep, it probably is crap. If it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a bloody duck. Okay? So, but once they they do that and you accept it, well, then they go, oh, okay, hey, this works, so I'll do that again. Okay, number two. Um, an emotional manipulator is the picture of a willing helper. If you ask them to do something, they'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, not a problem. But then while they're doing it, they're all sighing or you know, giving you some nonverbal thing, they don't want to do it. I'll give you an example. In my second marriage, I, I hate vacuuming. It bugs me. The sound bugs me, especially those big canisters. So I asked my husband, I did everything else, but I said, you know, could you please vacuum? Well, he'd do it. But you, uh, 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 you know, it, it was obvious. So I finally said to him, look, it, it, I hate listening to this. If you don't want to do it, fine, I'll do it. And I did it. So, you know, it, it's like, oh, good. They got away with it. So it worked. So that's if it's, they say yes, but they're, they're making trouble for it. It's kind of a form of craziness because they're, they're getting good at emotionally manipulating you. They didn't want to do it in the first place, but they said they would do it. So what our job is not to buy into this, that all their reaction to it, just say, if you don't want to do it, well, then tell me up front and don't do it or just ignore them. 
walk away and let them vacuum, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Um, but don't feed into that, which is what I did back years ago. Number three, the crazy making for sure. They say one thing and later assuring you they didn't even say it. And you're like, wait a minute. I know you said it. But they, oh, I didn't say that. Oh, you misinterpreted. No, I never said that. It's like, you know, you say the sky is blue. Well, they'll say it's white. You don't want to feed into that. And it'll actually erode your feeling of sanity. Gee, am I getting it wrong? Am I, am I forgetful? Um, boy, I, I don't know. You start questioning your own self. So what you can do is start carrying around a pad and paper, which is, I wouldn't even go to that bother. I'd walk away because th the thing is, it's your meter is going, your BS meter is going flashing because you don't want to um, be in that position with someone that, you know, just say they didn't say something. Um, I, my son, when he was young, my older son, he, we caught him riding a motorcycle and we told him, you know, we caught you doing that, you know, you're not supposed to do it. And he just stood there and lied his, his head off and said, well, I wasn't on it. We saw him with our own eyes. So sometimes these people, you know, just are going to lie no matter what, or just deny, deny, deny. So what you need to do, you could follow them around with a, a pad of paper and write down what they say, and that will make them very nervous you know, about, oh, well, why, you know, so they know they're being watched and they don't like that. They want you to believe whatever it is they say. So once again, I'd check out, but you know, you can cover it with a pad and paper if you choose. The next thing, number four is guilt. They're very good at making you feel guilty. Um, they can make you guilty for speaking up, for not speaking up for being emotional, for not being emotional, for giving and caring, or for not giving and caring. Anything is fair game. And open to guilt with an emotional manipulator. That's what they do. They seldom express their needs or desires openly. They get what they want through the manipulation. Guilt is not the only form of this, but it's very potent. Most of us are pretty conditioned to do whatever is necessary to reduce our feelings of guilt. Another powerful emotion that's often used is sympathy. You know, those people that are always a victim of something. Every time you talk to them, it's, oh, poor me, poor me, poor me, poor me. Well, that's a way of emotionally, uh, emotionally manipulating you, getting you to always feel, you know, sorry for them. So the crazy thing is that when you do do that for them, which they'll never ask directly for, they'll turn around and say, they certainly didn't want you to do anything to help them because uh, you were feeling guilty, you know, they, or they didn't want you to feel sorry for them. But then what would be the point of telling you all this victim role stuff? So stop trying to fight other people's battles. If you're doing the dirty work for them, then they're not taking responsibility for it. So you have to step away. Actions reveal self. Remember that. Let them do what they need to do. And all you can say is, I have every confidence in your ability to work this out on your own and see what they, how they respond to that. Let them handle it themselves. If it's poor me or trying to guilt you into something, no, you're good. Now they also fight dirty. They don't deal with things directly. 
They'll talk behind your back. They'll talk to other people. They're passive aggressive. You know, they'll say one thing, do another. You know those people. Um, and they'll say, well, you know, I want you to do this. It'll make you feel good. Go for it. Go for it. Go do it. And then when you're doing the go, well, what am I going to see you? What am I going to do? I mean, you're all busy doing that stuff. You know what I mean? It's like giving you saying they're giving you, you know, not permission, but saying they support you in your choices. And then when you make your choices, they go, well, well, that's not good. You know, what are you doing to me? And you know what I mean? You don't need someone passive aggressive. You need someone honest, straightforward. So um, I, I would move on. I would, I would probably make sure I got out of it, the relationship. Because if you call it what it is, um, they're just going to get nasty, you know. So say, well, you supported me. Well, I didn't know it would be this, that, or the other. You know how it goes. Anyway, the next thing, if you have a headache and that person um, is present, um, well, they're worse. They'll have a brain tumor. If you've got something else going on, something else is worse for them. Everything is going to be worse for them for you. They don't even honor the point of where you're at. You want someone to support you in your angst, whatever is going on in your life. But if theirs is always worse than yours, well, then how, how is that helping you? Okay. Is this a mutual relationship? Um, the thing is that even though you know um, what's going on here, sometimes you you it's really impossible to prove it because they'll always go into this whole what like i said before gaslighting you or saying oh that didn't happen or i didn't mean that or whatever so again trust your gut walk away now um they also affect people around them um so when they're not feeling well the whole room you can feel it it's like everyone is that, you know, something's going on and you feel this need to you kind of equalize it, make it all pretty. Like I said earlier, you can sense it coming and you want to fix it for them. Um, you want to um, try to, you know, help them deal with their own stuff. It is no problem helping them. But I always remember the saying, you can only help those who help themselves. If they're constantly in a bad way and they're just continuing this pattern, it's not what you can do. Trust your own gut. Walk away because they need to own it themselves. And last but not least, emotional manipulators have abusive people have no sense of accountability at all. They take no responsibility for themselves or their behavior. It's always about what you've done to them. One of the easiest way to spot one is that they often attempt to establish intimacy through the sharing of deeply personal information with you. So you're kind of hooked in, you feel sorry for them. And, you know, I think, oh, this is a lovely, sensitive person. They're emotionally open to me. But when they realize that you're there and then you notice how they behave after that you, they, they aren't vulnerable at all. They're just pulling you into their web of, of um, abuse, to be honest. They're emotionally abusing you. They're pulling you in because there's always going to be a problem. There's always a crisis to overcome. You don't need that in your life. You really don't. You need to be in an environment that is helpful to um, yourself as well as, I mean, you're really doing the best thing. I think you're really doing the best thing for all concerned. When you make people around you 
be responsible for their behavior and you are responsible and own your behavior, that's the best case. You don't want anyone living off of you emotionally, spiritually, or physically, and you don't want to live off of anyone else. So make sure you maintain your boundaries and you teach others around you to maintain your boundaries. I hope you all are having a fabulous, wonderful, emotionally non-abusive relationships with all the people in your life. We'll talk soon about how to get rid of those people in a nice, loving way. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.